In today's show, we're going to look ahead to Tuesday's games in the NBA. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore B-Ball and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. We are here to look ahead to Tuesday's action, see what I'm looking for, look for some streaming options there as well. So let's do it right now. First game, we're going to take a look at the Blazers and the Pacers. I had both Robert Covington and Damian Lillard in my underperforming players show earlier today. So I want to see whether they can get that turned around. Lillard can't hit any shots. Covington can't hit any shots. He's scoring his way down. Covington's defensive numbers are way down. Both guys are really struggling at the moment. Are they able to turn it around against a Pacers team, which is, of course, quite banged up? It's We're not doing anything in terms of dropping Damian Lillard, but Covington's in that discussion for sure. Now that you probably hold on to him for Tuesday, just because it is a low-volume day and you hope he turns it around. But after that, maybe you do have to make that decision to move on. As for Indiana, there is still no DeMontis Sabonis. We don't know about Goga or Jeremy Lamb. I think if Batadze is ready, he will play and he will start over Jakar Sampson. And that'll probably have some sort of an impact on guys like... And Lamb playing, sorry. Will have an impact on guys like O'Shea Brissett. But Brissett has played uh, 31 minutes minimum in the last three games. It has gone from 42 to 38 to 31. So the minutes keep dropping down. He's okay as a real fringe sort of player. But I think if Lamb and and Batadze play, then he won't really have 12-team league value. But on a a low-volume day like this, for sure. Edmund Sumner's been amazing. 34 and 37 minutes the last two games. I'm pretty sure he's going to lock in as a starter ahead of Justin Holiday as we move forward. He's playing at a very high level, and I don't mind him as an ad either. I'd probably have him as an ad over Brissett at this point. For the Bucks and the Hornets, Chris Middleton, a player that featured on my underperforming players show. Let's see what he's able to do because his shooting numbers and his assist numbers, they have been dropping down quite a bit at the moment. Um, is he able to rectify that? What can we get out of Chris Middleton? Hopefully he's able to do better. And then Brooke Lopez. Like, How do they use Brooke Lopez in this matchup up against the Hornets? What does that mean for Bobby Portis in his minutes? Lopez, I still believe, is a must-roster player, especially with a game on a Tuesday like this. But his performances have been a little bit underwhelming. For the Hornets, I expect Cody Martin to start again over Jalen McDaniels. Martin really stuffed the stat sheet. Points, rebounds, assists, steals, blocks, last game, all over the place. If he gets another 30 minutes a night, is he a viable streamer? Yeah, absolutely he is. While Miles Bridges is a must-roster guy right across the board, that may change when Gordon Haywood returns, which might still be two weeks away. Who knows? But Bridges putting up some pretty good numbers at the moment. The Thunder and the Celtics. This is a back-to-back for the Thunder. Moses Brown did play more minutes on Monday. Didn't necessarily translate into big numbers, but he can be an ad on a limited uh, slate like this. And Isaiah Roby, I think he's a must-roster. Four games left for the week. Roby's putting up numbers right across the board and looks to be the best of the Brown and Bradley and Roby center trio. For the Celtics, we might get Robbie Williams back. The Rock DJ is listed as questionable after missing the last week or so with that knee problem. Whether he comes back in and starts and plays 26 minutes is still up in the air. But I, uh, I've been pretty happy about getting him back for this one. While Marcus Smart, I've been really impressed with what Smart's been doing. Started off the season struggling, had the uh, the injury, and then came back and played well. 
and he's playing well, continuing to play well. So I wouldn't be surprised if the, the Celtics, because it is the first of a back-to-back for them, if they sat Kemba Walker in this one rather than in the Wednesday game against Charlotte, which is really going to boost Marcus Smart's value there. The Nets and the Raptors. I want to watch Blake Griffin, who's putting up some better numbers at the moment. There's still no Nick Claxton. Alizé Johnson is out. So it's going to be Griffin and Jordan manning that center position. And that makes Griffin at least a stream-worthy player. While Bruce Brown barely played last time the Nets were out there with Kevin Durant back, do they go back to Landry Shamit getting the bulk of those minutes? Does Brown's value completely stay in the dunny? It does look that way. So I think that yeah, while, again, we can hold for the Tuesday low-volume day, I think moving forward, he's a droppable guy. While for the Raptors, Ken Birch, I think he's going to be a great option. I think there's a massive chance that we get no Siakam, Ananobi, Lowry, or Van Vliet playing in this game. So Birch is going to have increased usage. Boucher is going to be out, no doubt. And then it is another big opportunity for Malachi Flynn. This could be one of those spike games where he comes in, plays 35. And the good thing is, is because it's on a low volume day, if you do add Malachi Flynn, it is going to make sense. Now, I don't have any inside information to say that the Raptors are doing that at this point. If I did, I would tell you that I know that. But I don't. I am just assuming based on what they've done that we would get this uh, situation where a bunch of guys are out and Flynn could become an option for us. The Wolves and the Rockets are back-to-back here for Minnesota. Let's see what D'Angelo Russell looks like, what his minutes look like. Does he move into the starting lineup at all? And then also Josh Okoge, who can be at times an option for steals. He also very rarely, if ever, is an option for anything else. But his steals can be useful, and I imagine he'll still get pretty solid minutes as a starter. While the Rockets, we know that by now John Wall is out for the rest of the season. They're still dealing with a ton of injuries, though, so their rotation's going to be all over the place. Um, they are going to be welcoming back Christian Wood, who rested in the last game, Daniel House, who rested in the last game. Um, but Eric Gordon, we still don't have him available. DJ Augustin is still out. David Nwaba is still out. Sterling Brown is still out. So how does this rotation go? Do they start Armani Brooks? Do they start Avery Bradley in place of John Wall? Kevin Porter is returning to action. So uh, Cousin Kev's going to get a big opportunity as the starting point guard for the rest of the season. Brooks is going to have some stream value, but I also think Kelly Link's going to be the biggest winner here because I, I do believe that there is a chance they could start House at the two. I think they'll still bring House off the bench, but Linick has been so good for this team as, we've, uh, as he's been acquired, basically every game since he's been acquired. And this is another great opportunity without John Wall for him to really start putting up some huge numbers. I wouldn't be surprised if we get top 60 Kelly Olenek from here on out. The Mavs and the Warriors. The second of five games for the Mavericks. It is a back-to-back. Porzingis and Richardson did not play on Monday. Doncic and Finney-Smith were both listed as questionable, and that was upgraded to probable, and they played. I would not be surprised to see Doncic sit this one out. So I'd be really looking at Jalen Brunson in this scenario. And then Dwight Powell. There's a chance Powell rests, but he started the last three games and had some okay performances. How he looks in this one, though, and whether he even plays. And if he doesn't play and Porzingis is out, then you're really looking to fire up your Bobans or your Willie Cauley-Steins in that scenario. But the Warriors, Kelly Oubre, this is my shocked face. He's playing well in his best position, which is as a sixth man. So he's putting up some really good numbers at the moment in that role, and no, no baseball, no Lee is going to help you. Well, Juan Toscano Anderson playing some good numbers, as, or good minutes, putting up some good numbers as well. Absolute 14 team league stream, and maybe even a 12 team league option. In terms of streamers overall, I'm looking at Flynn, Roby, Kevon Looney, Ed Sumner and Jaden McDaniels. These are category league options. While for points leagues, we're looking at Flynn and Birch, Tristan Thompson, Alexei Pokyshevsky, and Isaiah Roby. Guys, don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on Odyssey. While on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, hit the notification bell, hit the thumbs up, and leave your comments down below. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.